So you you tweeted about gargoyle sona. <laughs> so uh, what what would what would your gargoyle sona be? Have yeah, sketch. <laughs> oh dear. Uh huh. Um, probably like a gargoyle who likes to garden. I had a lot of plant-oriented uh, details in, in my sketch that I made. I would be a Welsh gargoyle because the show hates whales. This <laughs> is fair. Either that or just like I don't know, like Thor. Thor, yeah. Yeah, I mean Odin's a character. Why yeah. not Thor? No, that's valid. I mean, yeah. In the context of the show, Thor definitely exists. Yeah. I thought about making myself one of the cat-human hybrids. I don't know about those. (laughs) (laughs) They're just cat people (laughs) with gargoyle wings. I mean, you are just a cat person. I know. That seemed fitting. (laughs) Well, the students at Hogwarts are sorted into houses according to... Whatever that shifty sorting hat says they ought to do. I asked Dumbledore if I could be sorted, he said so I re- Goliath. But I could get reported to the Ministry of Magic for incorrect procedure. You're not a wizard, you're a gargoyle. Okay. One thousand years ago. Nope. Superstition nope. in the sword ruled. Nope, I will close the uh, recording file. It was a time of darkness. I'm going to close no! the... <laughs> it was a world of I'm fear. I'm close it. It was the age of gargoyles. <laughs> You're the age of gargoyles. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Sorted. I'm Alex. I'm JD. And this is not a Harry Potter podcast, but instead a podcast about everything else viewed through the lens of Harry Potter. Harry Potter is inherently flawed and sorting even more so, but it's still fun to view characters in this way. I put emphasis on everything else because let me do this one. (laughs) No. (laughs) So... (laughs) I just spent my week binge-watching the uh, 1996 animated series Gargoyles. Which, to be clear, so it was created as Disney's answer to the Batman the Animated Series, but then Disney were like, why isn't this original concept show doing as well as this, in- like, one of the world's most popular characters in his best ever iteration? Cancel it. Here's the thing, though. It was really successful. By by most metrics, yes. but not. And it in, was really but, good. Just it just wasn't by, literally Batman. Literally Batman, the animated series. It but, was really good, though. It's really good. Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> I guess I just didn't see those. I haven't watched the show. <laughs> you just cut bits and pieces. Yeah, I've just overseen Alex watching some, and uh, I guess I just missed all the good bits. <laughs> to be fair... To be fair, the one with the Loch Ness Monster was a terrible example of how good the show normally is. Uh-huh. What about all the other terrible episodes? Such as? I don't know, the friggin' Alien. Okay, that one was also really bad. <laughs> Those two are in my top two worst episodes. <laughs> <sighs> Which were the good ones I saw then? Thor? Not Thor. Odin? Odin. I liked that one. And he's just like, hey, I'm gonna fucking murder you unless you give me back my eye. Oh, but I'm really nice, actually. Sorry about all the mix-up. <laughs> <laughs> but that one was cool and fun because it showed that, like, the main character, this, you know, badass gargoyle dude, yeah. was flawed and makes mistakes. And yeah. that's awesome! You don't get to see that very often. Yeah. The writing was very good. It's fine. <laughs> I liked it. So this is mostly going to be Alex's 
Alex's thing. I get an episode! I know, uh, I've seen bits and pieces about the characters enough to discuss them, though. Most of them. Probably, yeah. At least some of the main characters. Yeah. Alright, so... Is this our most main characters ever? No! No? It's definitely not. Apart from, like, Love Actually, which was all main characters. Fuck. Okay, it might be. Yep. That's what happens when Alex makes the list. Look... There's three of them that I just, I couldn't put them in the lightning bolt round because I was disrespectful to them. Mm-hmm. You want to jump into it? Up first is Goliath. Goliath is the leader of the clan. He's the only one that matters. Pretty much. He's voiced by Keith David though, so that's he understandable. Is. It's so good. Like. It's so good. It's Keith David. Yeah. He's iconic. Uh, yeah, it's very good voice acting. He wants to be Batman, but he's not. He's very clearly Batman-inspired. He's got the world's squarest jaw. I'm dark and brooding and, uh... I live to protect, but only at night. And I'm in love with this woman, but we can never be together because I'm a gargoyle. Apart from the fact that we are together. I know! Canonically. It took so long, but they let them kiss! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for better or worse, the human and the rock monster (laughs) make out. Yeah. So tell me about. Me so tell me about Goliath. Uh, I did. He's the big, strong gargoyle cool. man. So they're from Scotland. Yeah. But they have American accents. Yeah, he does not have a Scottish accent. Well, one of them has a Scottish accent. Why does one of them have a Scottish accent and not the rest of them? He's the oldest. So they've both been. They were all there over a thousand years ago. Like. I don't know. <laughs> I don't make the rules. Uh, another rule is that uh, Goliath is the only one with a name. Yes, originally the the humans gave... Okay, so a thousand years ago, Goliath was the leader of the Gargoyle clan in Scotland. And the humans, like, betrayed them, but they were, like, trying to help the humans. It's a whole very complicated thing. The show has a lot of really complex, ongoing storylines. Um, and it's very interesting and well-written, but it's a lot to explain. <laughs> so I'm just gonna skim over a lot of the details. <laughs> um, I wish anyway. I could help, but... The humans uh, named Goliath to make it easier on them. Because the humans are like, everything should have a name. So you're the one that we interact with because you're the leader. So we're just going to call you Goliath so that we know who we're referring to. It's dumb. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, a super rich man buys the entire castle and flies it to New York to break the spell that they were under because... Like I said, the humans betrayed them. They were put under a spell so that they were stoned forever. Yeah. The spell gets broken. <laughs> they were stoned forever. They were stoned forever. The spell gets broken, so now that... Oh, no. So now that they're... I'm so high right now. <laughs> they're only stone uh, during the day, and... Holy shit, I have wings. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at my hands. They're so big. Elisa. Have they always been this big? What is this magical plant that you've brought us from America? (laughs) And they do literally have to get high in order to to stop... Yes, to break the spell. In order to stop being stoned, they have to get high. Yes. (laughs) The breaking of the spell is some, like particularly worded sort of bullshit where it's like they'll stay stone until the castle rises above the clouds so a, so they put it on a skyscraper yeah so they put it on top of a skyscraper <laughs> literally above the cloud line uh because new york yeah it's at new york um 
Of course it's set in New York. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. It's, it's um, other New York or California, let's face it. Those are the two places in America. Yeah. And if it's a superhero, it's probably not in California. Um, <laughs> well, I think the Power Rangers tend to be in California. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Anyway, they put the castle above the clouds and the, the curse is broken and now they live in New York. That's so, the concept of the show. Which drugs are typically stoned and which ones are, are high? Like, or are they... I think stoned is pretty much just pot, isn't it? So pot and weed? Pot and weed are the same thing. I don't know drugs. <laughs> Fine. So weed is is for stoned. Which one's for high? Anything else? Okay. But also weed. Just like so. The, the <laughs> moral of the show is: Hey kids, don't do weed. Do all the other drugs instead. I don't know anything about drugs. That's probably wrong. The information I gave you is probably wrong. Cannabis. Is uh-huh. that weed? Yes. Fuck's sake. Heroin. That's not weed. Okay. Don't do weed. Do heroin. <laughs> That's the moral of gargoyles. Were you just gonna name drugs until it wasn't weed? I guess. I don't know. I didn't know that everything was just weed. Weed has like ten million names. Well, it, it, it to be fair, I agree with the moral of the show. It is terrible. It <laughs> smells so bad. Yes, I'm calling you out, downstairs neighbors. Please smoke your weed with your windows closed. Well, that's gonna hotbox them though. Oh, it's just, fair. Just, I don't know. Just. We don't want to smell it. No, it's so gross. Bake your weed into brownies and leave us alone. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, so anyway, what house is Goliath in? Goliath is obviously a Gryffindor. Yeah, he's just... he he lives to protect. He lives to defend. But he's and... so stoic and yeah. badass and yeah. Is he but not... like his entire existence is like he wants to protect people and save people from bad guys and keep people safe. That seems almost as much Hufflepuff as Gryffindor. Okay, that's valid. So what what is it how what makes it be a in a Gryffindor way rather than Hufflepuff? He liked to fight. Okay. <laughs> his um his method for keeping people safe is punch. Punch the bad guys. Explode things. Explode things. Yeah, there this show has a lot of property oh. damage. Okay. How does he feel about uh being le- about lethal force. Uh, gargoyles are typically anti-gun. Of course. But they're because, human because friend. Because they're gargoyle. Yeah, but their human friend is a cop and regularly uses a gun. So he's just like, I'm not going to kill you, but she is. <laughs> yeah, she'll shoot you. I'll just punch you into a wall. It's fine. Did you, wait, I'm just looking at the spreadsheet. Did you fuck up every other listing? Just to imp- work, do something to your gargoyles one. I don't know what I did, but yes. What the hell did you do? I don't do? know what I did. I'll fix it later. <laughs> Fine, okay, okay, sure. You can put... Yeah, I think so he's not he's not very he's not very brain. Not particularly. He's more of an action man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or gargoyle, action man. not man. Let's sort action man. Okay. And his all of his villains: Professor X, Gangrene. <laughs> I think there's a third one. Powerpuff's villain? Probably. It's also just, you know... <laughs> oh, no, it's a gangrene gang. Sure. I mean, it's, you know, it's a word of its own. That's yeah. why it's used for that. Valid. Like, cool. Anyway, Goliath is a Gryffindor. Cool. Next up is Elisa Maza. She's a human. She is a human. She is the primary human character. Um, she's... A furry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's in love with Goliath. Um, she... It's... It... <laughs> I actually super appreciate she's... Um, she is into his rock-hard abs. I was gonna say something serious about how his... it's super cool that they had a half-black, half-Native American lady cop as the primary I mean, yeah, that human is awesome. character and in now the 90s. I've... It's very cool. And now you make me feel bad for the dick joke that I'm required 
to make. Like, contractually, I am required to point out that she's into his rock-hard abs and rock-hard dick. You stole that joke from me because I made it yesterday. I'm sure we've both made it many times. (laughs) It's fine. Anyway, the show was actually, like, pretty good with representation. Especially for, like, the 90s. Like everywhere but Wales. Yeah, everywhere but Wales. Um, (laughs) The show show has an arc in its (laughs) second season where they travel around the world. And they go to Scotland twice. England... And then there's also a side bit in England in another episode. Yes. And they go to Ireland. Yes. But fuck Wales, I guess. They don't go to Wales. Instead, they go to Nigeria and well, yeah, okay. Guatemala. Everywhere else is fine. It's just Japan. the fact if you do the if you do the UK, if you do Britain, and you do all but one country, <laughs> that's shitty. And also, when you do all but one country, we all know that it's Wales that gets left out every dang time. Yeah, that's fair. I'm half Welsh, by the way. I'm sorry about disrespect to Wales. Wales has dragons! There's a I, dragon on the flag! I mean, that's valid. There, there could have been some very cool stuff that they did in Wales. But no, we get an episode about Big Daddy. <laughs> Can we talk about Big Daddy when we get to Dr. Savarius? Okay. <laughs> Sure. I do. Can we put a pin in Big Daddy and come back to Big Daddy? I if fine. <laughs> if you if that's what Big Daddy's into, then fine. <laughs> Is Elisa a Slytherin? Ooh, maybe. I don't know. She seems like she seems like she's got that protection vibe going as well. But only for the people that she really cares about. I mean, like she's a cop. Yeah. And so her job is to protect. But she yes, but consider she doesn't care. Well, <laughs> she's a terrible cop. <laughs> well, I mean, but also a cap. So like. Also that. Yeah, you know, like. Yeah. Also, fuck the cops. I'm going on. Uh, not if I reboot you first. So just I'll just plug this in here while yeah, it's frankly Alex, relevant. Alex is going to visit our friends. Not if I reboot you first. Reboot the show, which is why we're sorting it, even yeah. though I don't know it. I'm literally doing that later today, so I'm having a double dose of talking about gargoyles on podcasts today. Yep. And like the biggest thing that I want to fix in rebooting the show is like, no, the main character is not a cop anymore. Nah, <laughs> I don't want this. It's 2020 and uh, <laughs> fuck and that. A cab. So at least a bastard <laughs> is what we've just established well yes but like so in the basically in the first episode doesn't she basically just like like you know throw off her job and just ignore it for like the rest of the show no no a lot of times the reason that she's able to help the gargoyles with their crime fighting and whatnot is because she has that inside information as a cop um no. there's several episodes where she goes undercover and does stuff and like it's it's it is a big part of her role in the show that she's a cop well yeah so slytherin <laughs> i yeah no i can absolutely see slytherin yeah she's got that that kind of no nonsense I'll fuck you up. Yep. I have to pr- obey the law because my job literally requires me to. She has said that, like, like explicitly multiple times. She's like, I'm not allowed to break the law because I'm a cop. And But you can. You can go break that guy out of jail. Like, she, explicitly, like, that's things that, that she has said. isn't what that means. In fact, it's, it explicitly means the opposite of that. <laughs> like, being a cop is, you know, a license to commit crimes. Yeah. It's a license to kill. Um, indiscriminately. Yeah, but in the show, Or discriminately, that's... let's face it. Yeah, honestly. But they, yeah, no, that's the thing that she says. She's like, I can't help you break this person out of jail. Usually a gargoyle or something, or a friend. Like, I know that they're innocent, but I can't help you break them out of jail. But I can tell you where they are, and you can go do it yourself. Probably can't tell them where they are as a cop, either. Probably shouldn't. Well. But it was the 90s? Does anyone really know anything in the 90s? No. No. 
Anyway, Lisa's definitely a Slytherin. Cool. <laughs> She's very loophole-oriented. Well, now tell me about Hudson. Hudson is... <laughs> Hudson. Hudson is the old one that has a Scottish accent. Uh-huh. He is extremely proud and, like, self-reliant. He hates asking for help. Now let me ask you, why is he called Hudson? Oh, so when they first arrive in New York, uh, Elisa decides that they should all have names. See, okay, you say when they first arrive in New York. Well, after... They, I was gonna say, are they in New York for a while before she finds them, or...? She finds them very soon after they arrive. Like, I possibly the first night that they're there. Okay. And after, you know, a little bit of shenanigans and whatever, and she decides that she trusts them, she's like, you guys are gonna need names, so I know what to call you. And... Uh, I forget the exact order that they get named or whatever, but I think Hudson's like, well, what's the name of that river? And she's like, well, that's the Hudson. And he's like, Hudson, I like that. That'll be my name. Um, Just so dumb. (laughs) Just call him Bill. (laughs) So they all have have place names relating to New York. Except for Goliath. (laughs) Except for Goliath. Um... And a couple others, but... He's a big boy! (laughs) He's a big boy! (laughs) With a rock hard... No! Wing. Big Daddy. (laughs) Um, Right, so Hudson is the oldest. According to Wikipedia, it tells me he used to be the leader, but now he's an advisor. Yes, because he's too old to sort of lead by himself. Um, Later in the show, he ends up, like, losing his eyesight, and there's, like, an episode that deals with that, which is, he he has, like, a friend who's blind, which is super cool and fascinating. Like, the show does really interesting stuff with the fact that he's old. Sure. But he is, like, very proud. He doesn't tell anyone he's going blind because he refuses to ask for help. He's like, I'll just deal with it myself. And then doesn't. But, (laughs) yeah, I want to say Slytherin. Yeah? Because he's got so much of that, that pride and, like... I'll trust you on it. Like, the whole advisor thing would lead me to think Ravenclaw, but... Mm. He, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be second leading, although he does spend most nights sitting at home watching TV. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. He actually, um... He didn't get to experience TV before, so now valid. he does. He gets to learn about this um, new when they first When they first come to New York, two of them don't know how to read. Um, which is also that, that same, his blind friend teaches him how to read, which is also, yeah. Um, Well, he teaches him with Braille, but like he learns how to read, um, and then helps teach the other one who doesn't know how to read. Um, which is also like a cool thing that they, they handle, like, um. So like he watches TV because he literally couldn't read before. Yeah. And then he does, once he does learn to read, he does read books and stuff. Well, there you go then. He was just trying to gain knowledge in the way he could. Yeah. No, that's valid. Uh, he definitely has a lot of Ravenclaw. He likes to hang out with the dog. The dog is his best friend. Dog. Um, Sure. Yeah. There's a dog. No, there's not. It's just a. The, it's just a gargoyle that doesn't species. talk. It's fucked up. <laughs> when you actually think he about it. He doesn't have wings. So it's different. Uh-huh. Gargoyles have wings. Mm-hmm. Bronx doesn't have wings. Well, give him a, give, explain why. He's a different species, but similar. Hmm. Don't like it. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll take Hudson as a Ravenclaw. No. It just seemed like a fun thing because then you've got, like, you know, more representation. And from yeah. what I know of many of the other gargoyles, none of the others would seem to fit Ravenclaw. Oh, no. They're, at least one of them is absolutely Ravenclaw. Okay. Well, fair enough then. That's... Yeah. Let's, uh, next up is Brooklyn. Brooklyn. And so these next three are a trio that I, I couldn't put in the lightning bolt round because they are, like, main characters. But they don't have as much going on. Uh-huh. Lamentably, they have fewer individual arcs. 
and stuff. But they do have personalities and interests of their own. So uh, first up is Brooklyn, uh-huh. who ends up being nominated as second in command to Goliath, you know, in case anything happens to Goliath. So he's kind of like the secondary leader. He gets a motorcycle at one point. He's kind of a badass. <sighs> Um, but also kind of a dick, but like in a sarcastic way, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Probably... I I couldn't have even pointed this one out of the lineup. Is he? He's the red one. Oh wait, no. He got he goes to Hollywood, right? No, no, no. That's the other one, right? No, of course. <laughs> we talk, yeah. He actually doesn't have a lot of individual. He's the red one. You say he's the red one. Okay, so yeah, it doesn't seem. Most of his like individual plot lines are like, oh shoot, I guess I'm gonna be the leader, and I have to deal with like learning how to lead sometime. Um, if only I'd had thousands of years to learn. Yeah. Well, the, these three are much younger than the others. Were they alive a thousand years ago? Yes, but they were asleep for a thousand years. They were relatively young when they were put to, under the spell. Fine. Anyway, Brook, uh, Brooklyn's probably a Gryffindor. Yeah? Yeah. Sure. Um, and then next is Broadway. No. This is Patrick. <laughs> this is Patrick. Broadway is the one that's voiced by the same voice actor as Patrick Beeple, from SpongeBob. Bill, Bill Fagerbake? I don't know how to pronounce that. It looks like Fagerbake. Fagerbake? Fager... Fagerbaker? Fagerbaki? Fagerbake. Bill... Patrick. Patrick. So, this is Patrick. This is Patrick. And he just sounds exactly like Patrick. Like, yeah, same He's voice. done other things, but he's Patrick. Yeah. Very similar personality as well. This is the one that doesn't know how to read, and he's not initially particularly interested in learning. He's like, I don't need to learn how to read. I can just watch TV and learn stuff from that. Um, he loves watching, yeah. like, old detective movies. Yeah. Um, he has a particularly close relationship, like, friendship with Elisa. Um, that's sort of his side thing. Yeah. One time, there's an episode on gun safety in which he accidentally shoots Elisa <laughs> because she left her gun unattended. Oh, and he's dear me. An idiot. Um, That's something, yeah. Uh-huh. He's the one who likes to eat because he's kind of the bigger one. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, so we go in Hufflepuff. Oh yeah, he's absolutely Hufflepuff. Yeah. He's he's generally he's he's very sweet. Yeah. Um, he goes he dull. goes to Hollywood because this is the one that goes to Hollywood. This is the one that goes to Hollywood because it's Broadway where the musicals are, and it yeah. goes to Hollywood. <laughs> Broadway goes to Hollywood is the title of an episode. Yep. <laughs> uh. Like, yeah, he means well. He doesn't always necessarily think things through very well, but mm-hmm. he in, he's Hufflepuff. Uh, and then next up is Lexington, who I believe was originally, des- uh, like, intended to be a female character um, mm. in the original designs. Okay. Which is disappointing that they didn't keep that. But yeah. Whatever. I guess they wanted to make Elisa <laughs> even more special and stuff. I mean, there's Demona. She's a villain. They bring yeah. Angela in yeah. because they desperately need more. Yeah. Uh, as well. much as well as the show does with like um, racial representation, mm-hmm. not so good on the on the the female part of thing. Uh, anyway, Lexington is the tech boy. He's oh. he's the little one. He once they arrive in New York, he is the one who is like, "Wow, all of this technology. I want to learn how it works. I want to figure out how all of this new stuff is. Like this is stuff we've never seen before." Uh, so he gets really into like learning how computers work and electronics and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's the Ravenclaw. <laughs> um, sure. Here's a yeah. here's a fun thing. I'm just again looking at the Wikipedia. Yeah, the, yeah. Something you might want to bring up on Not If I Read Is it first. that he's in t- he might be gay? Yeah. <laughs> The, uh, <laughs> I did. What? I did read this Wikipedia page. Is this what the uh, cre- is that the creator of the show then? Um, Weissman? maybe. Or it's either that or someone who worked on the comic. Yeah, just gave just gave a surname. We didn't say who it was. Weissman. 
Yeah, that's cool. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, to make that more of a thing. Absolutely. Though Gargoyles itself bears no on-air creator credit, Weissman describes himself on his website as one of the creators of the show. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. So, so it was someone that was working in the development of the show. Yeah. Although uncredited, which is wild. Well, I'm sure that Disney loved that, though, right? Mm. They don't have to credit anyone. Man, yeah, yeah, this seems ripe for, like, Disney just trying to bring it back again, though. Like, you yeah. know, DuckTales and... Yeah! Like, in the age of Gravity Falls and following on mystery continuing storyline exactly shows. That's exactly the direction when I go when I do the other podcast. That's exactly the direction I'm going to suggest. Yeah, you got to just more of the mystery line rather just, than You just got to hope that uh that episode gets put out before like before Disney just reboot it on <laughs> Disney Plus. It's cuz well, it's so good. It yeah. honestly does deserve like to be brought back in some way. It's fascinating. It does a lot of good things. Anyway, Lexington is a Ravenclaw. Sure. Um, also, Lexington is gay. Cool. Or maybe trans. I don't hey, know. how come Bronx isn't in the main characters? Because Bronx is a dog! Uh-huh. <laughs> you want to sort Bronx? Bronx is a Hufflepuff. All right, moving on. Fine. It's still <laughs> weird. I don't like it. All right, so that is the primary cast, like, the, the primary oh. clan. Oh, that... cool, so it's time for the lightning bolt round. No. Because? We gotta talk about some more that come in in season two. Okay. Important characters like Angela, who's What's... Goliath's daughter. Whoa. Hey, how do they reproduce? Unclear, but she has his DNA, according to... I thought you told me they hatch from eggs. They do. It's fucked up. I think Demona laid her as an egg. It's fucked up. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, So the way that... Have fun with that, Elisa. The way that, like, gargoyle families work... Are that they just all of the eggs are laid and then they're all raised as siblings mm-hmm. like everyone mm-hmm. is everyone's mm-hmm. parents and mm-hmm. they don't have particular lineage or whatever mm-hmm. but Angela finds out that Goliath is her biological father mm-hmm. and Goliath is like no you you're raised by the whole clan stop thinking of me as your father but then he learns to become a father and it's fine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. have fun with that Elisa <laughs> Elisa <laughs> knows what she's getting into. She knows she's gonna lay an egg! <laughs> There's an episode where uh, Goliath gets put into like a dream. This is right near the end. Into like a dream thing where he's human uh-huh. and he's married to Elisa and they have two kids. Uh huh. Uh huh. Regrettably, uh, he is portrayed as a white guy, which is disappointing. Well. Considering his voice actor yeah. is a black man and fuck that. Anyway, anyway, Angela. Angela is Goliath's daughter. She was part of a group of eggs that were yep. brought to a magical island, blah, 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 bunch of bullshit. She uh, starts dating Patrick. She does start dating Patrick. Which is something. I honestly, I'm very here for it because he, of the group, he would be the one considered the least desirable. Mm. But like, he's... He's the, the, the sweetest one. He's the nice one. And he, like, treats her really nice. And the other boys are, like, kind of jerks to her. And sure. I'm like, hell yeah. No, that's all valid and all. It's just, Go you know. sweet chubby boy. It's just, like, you know, Patrick Starr. Yeah. Sexual. No. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, whatever. Angela's a Gryffindor. She's just, yeah. like, she's just her father, but younger and a lady. And but- more trusting of... People. And I just want my father's attention. She love. does. She does. <laughs> and then she gets it, and then she wants her mom's attention and love. Oh, isn't she a villain? Yeah. Does she ever stop? Uh, she does eventually give up, but not after she tries several times to reform her villainous mother. Oh, sorry. No, I meant does Demona ever turn good? Eh, she's got moments. 
Oh, well, okay. It's it's complicated. Demona, 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 Demona. Demona, Demona is next. Demona and Pumba. <laughs> uh, Demona. Is she like a girl demon? Yes. Oh, what a subtle name. She is the only surviving female gargoyle mm-hmm. well, of the original clan that weren't the eggs that got put on that magic island. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> How did they get put on the magic island, by the way? Uh, the humans took them there. The humans that betrayed them? No, the other humans that trusted them. <laughs> okay. It's complicated. I told uh, you I didn't want to get into it. Well, <laughs> shouldn't have agreed to sort it, though. <laughs> it's a very complex show. So is Demona just a Slytherin? Is she just, <laughs> I'm so bad. Honestly, okay, I mean, yes, she's a Slytherin, but no, she's not that that one-dimensional. No? No. She is actually a very complicated villain. She has, because she wasn't cursed and put to stone like the rest of them, mm-hmm. she lived those thousand years. And she, so she's like real fucking old then. Yeah, but because of some magic, she's can't Not. die. Yeah, we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, <laughs> um, so that's the next character. We'll uh-huh. talk about that in a second. So she she lived like this thousand years, and she was like hunted by the humans, and like she never really forgave the humans that betrayed her clan, and she lived all this time thinking that she was the last gargoyle, and so she was like very sad and distraught and lonely, and like, so she, she went through a lot of trauma, mm-hmm. and so she now hates like humans. Sure. To be stuff. clear, who called her Demona? For that matter, who called Angela Angela? Um, the princess and the one guy. You mean the princess? Sorry, the humans that took them to the island named the the eggs. Every egg got a name. Yes. Despite the fact that previously the gargoyles didn't have names. Yeah, most of them were named. Well, it's the humans that gave them names. Most of them were named after angels. Uh, on on the island. Uh-huh. Demona was named by Macbeth. <laughs> Which. It's fine, let's just finish up with Angela and then we can deal with that. We're talking about Demona. Demona, whatever. <laughs> I so- know, we'll get back to Macbeth. Uh, Demona has a lot of baggage. She's been through a lot. She's lived longer than she should have been allowed to live. So she's a little bit broken. And that has, <laughs> I mean, a lot broken. And that's turned her kind of evil. And she has, <laughs> and she has moments where she does help the good guys because it serves her best interests or because she does actually care about her daughter and works really hard to protect Angela. Did she and Goliath break up before the curse or? I don't think so because I think when she first shows up Goliath is like my love and then she's like yes my love and then like fuck you tries to kill him or something. Why would Um, you see that? Why (laughs) Actually no 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 first she tries to turn him against the humans. Okay that makes more sense. (laughs) Like, yeah. Uh, cool, so... Uh, Demona's a Slytherin. Yeah. But she's not as cut and dry as, like, evil for the sake of being evil. So you've classed, as a main character, Macbeth. Macbeth. Because we can't talk about Demona without talking about Macbeth. And to be clear, that is literal, actual Macbeth. Yes, the like, show is basically Shakespearean fanfiction. <laughs> <laughs> so many of the characters are taken straight from Shakespearean literature. But like, here's the thing. Macbeth's a weenie. Yeah. Like a big time weenie. And I, he was in the show until some right, bullshit happened. Right, but Macbeth in Macbeth could not have managed to make anything happen that would result in him living for a thousand years. It wasn't really his fault. He was fighting. Tell me about Macbeth. 
I forget the details because I did binge the show and that was a long time ago in in the thing. But I know I know the result of what happened. Okay. And him and Demona are sort of soul bonded to Indeed. where like <laughs> <laughs> It just reminded me that there is a point in the show where a character <laughs> says out loud that something is kinky. Um, you know, for kids. For kids. It's six plus is the Disney plus thing. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, Demona and Macbeth are soul bonded. Um, I think originally because they were trying to work together, but then they ended up hating each other and blah, blah. Um, so, like, neither can die unless they kill one of them kills the other. Uh-huh. So they're basically immortal. Unless one of them murders the other, in which case they both die. Uh-huh. So they they have a lot of plots together where, like, they hate each other, but also, like, no, you can't kill him because then I'll die. And at one point, Demona marries him. And, like, it's very complicated. <laughs> mm-hmm. And very fascinating. Mm-hmm. So Macbeth's also just a Slytherin. Yeah, right? like- yeah, yeah. He's absolutely also just a Slytherin. He's Macbeth. Yeah. He tends to leave. Spoiler alerts for when we start sorting Macbeth. <laughs> I guess. When we get around to doing Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> Let's sort Shakespeare. Fine. Um, Macbeth leans more towards the side of good than not. He's kind of a chaotic neutral. Well, yeah, because doesn't he end up like set becoming friends with King Arthur? Yes. But not before he tried to fight him and steal Excalibur. Mm-hmm. So like, Ex what now? Excalibur? Excalibur. 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 Sorry, I hiccuped a little bit when I was speaking. Excalibur. 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 So like, he, he's, he's kind of a chaotic character who's mostly playing on his own team, but like, because his mortal enemy is usually Demona, uh-huh. he'll side with whichever team is not on Demona, which is usually the good guys. Sure. <laughs> But yes, we'll learn. Yeah. Um, and while we're talking about villains... Ex-Anatos. Xanatos. Is it David Xanatos? Was yes, that... David Xanatos. Yeah. Um, he is... Rich! Iron Man! <laughs> <laughs> He's a Tony Stark type. Yeah. He has... But a bit more evil, I guess. A bit more evil. Just um, a tad. Yeah, he has billions and billions of dollars. He and has he's the money. Super, super rich. He has enough money to buy a Scottish castle and fly it to New York. And fly it to New York, whole intact, not like brick by brick, in but one intact. piece. Yes, and also all of its contents. Yes, including several gargoyles that were freestanding. I guess because uh-huh. oh, don't worry about n- it. Nothing got broken. No, he builds a lot of robots because and he puts he's... it on a skyscraper. He doesn't just fly it to New York. He puts he, it on a skyscraper. He then lifts it as high into the air as he possibly can. Yes, to break the spell. No, I get that. My point is, dude got fucking money. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, he he builds a lot of robots. He's got like mech suits. He does some like genetic enhancement stuff. Uh, he's. Basically, his goal is to become the best. For a while, he's trying to become immortal. Um, but then he's like, eh. Well, he has a son. There there are, like, two things, or I guess three things that Xanatos cares about, and one of them is his wealth and power, and then his wife, Fox, and then eventually his son. 
I appreciate that, like, they actually have a strong relationship and stuff, like... Yeah, no, no, it, it, it starts off implied that it's just, like, a, a power relationship kind of thing. Like, sure. they're just doing it for the beneficial things, but then, like, yeah. you find out that they do actually... They're very protective of each other, and they do care about each other very much. And they have a son who they're also very protective of, and, like, and some bullshit goes down, we'll get to that later. The gargoyles end up, like, saving his son, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's like, I... Thank you, gargoyles, like... I, I, I'm not gonna be antagonistic towards you anymore. Like, you you saved my son, I owe you so much, and basically has a turnaround at that point. Um, he was rarely, like, actively against them, aside from, like, he was doing evil things and they would often get in his way. But, like... Curse you, gargoyles! Yeah. He's just, like, trying to do stuff and the gargoyles are like, nah, man, like, that's not cool, you can't do that. I mean, like, God like, damn it, gargoyles! Part of that stuff was bringing them so what did he actually want with them he was going to try and steal their gargoyle power um i think he originally wanted them to basically work for him (laughs) and be like his gargoyle army right and he did he did get them to like do some jobs for him before it's revealed that he's a villain Hmm. um because they you know they try to trust him at first he brought them back to life and yeah so they had no they had no reason not to so he he uses them for some odd jobs and stuff. Uh, At what point is it revealed he's a villain? Is it like a season finale kind of moment? Or? No. No? That's lame. It's pretty early in. <laughs> I think it's fine. in the first, like, the first few episodes are an ongoing arc. Okay, fine. And it's, like, at the end of that. Sure. Because he is an antagonist for sure. the majority of the show. But this is, like, imagine if, like, this show had three seasons. Seasons one and three were 13 episodes. Season two was 54. Yeah. So it just seems like that could have been a fun twist. Like, you get to the end of season one and that's when it's revealed. Or, like, even if we know he's an antagonist, but sure, they don't sure, necessarily. Sure, 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 And I think up until, like, they do try to continue trusting him. They give him the benefit of the doubt for a long time mm. before they actively are like, fuck you, Xanatos. But then Xanatos decides to be nice. Yeah, and they they don't trust him for a while at that point until he proves that he, yeah. you know, does intend to be nice to them. And he takes Goliath to Hollywood. No. Not Goliath. Fox takes Broadway to sure. Hollywood. I mean, he, His wife yeah, does. Yes. They arrange <laughs> it together. Literally. Yeah. Um, actually, it's all Fox's idea. She used to be a TV star. Okay. Anyway, Xanatos is a Slytherin. I just saw the one clip with him on the phone. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, Z- yeah. Xanatos is a Slytherin. What? A Slytherin antagonist. I mean, he absolutely has some Ravenclaw leanings. Yeah. He is a genius. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, like, like, he's got that Tony Stark, I can make anything I want kind of thing. Yeah. Champion of AI, etc. Sure. But absolutely Slytherin. Yeah. Uh, which brings us to Fox. Fox. His lovely wife. Who has a blue eye? Yeah, she's got this weird blue patch over her eye that's kind of the shape of a fox head. Did they ever explain it? No. No? Cool. I'm not sure why... I'm not sure if it's a tattoo. Her mother was Titania? Yes, her mother was Titania, Queen of the Fairies. Yep. So she's half fairy, but she was raised in the human world, so she doesn't really have any magical powers that she can use. Just a blue eye. Yeah, but she's got this weird blue patch on her eye. Maybe it's because she's half fairy. Maybe it's a tattoo because her, like, moniker is Fox, and she was on, like, this TV show with with the rest of the the pack who, like, went around fighting or whatever. (laughs) They're basically, like, um... Samurai pizza cats? AMA fighters? Okay, that's different. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a little different. Fine. Um, My one is cooler. (laughs) It's fine. Um, yeah, so they had, like, a TV show where they were... Were Samurai Pizza Cats just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yes. Yeah. That sounds right. Just the same concept entirely. Probably. 
carry on. I'm just going to Google Samurai Pizza Cats. <laughs> okay. So keep talking. Um, so Fox ends up sort of abandoning the rest of the pack, which is the group that she had worked with. Um, and she ends up marrying Xanatos. And they have actually a very loving and respectful relationship. Uh, they are actually an incredible match for each other. Uh, I mean, there's some, like, bumps and hiccups. Like, Xanatos accidentally gave her a cursed amulet that turned her into a werewolf one time, but whatever. Um, <laughs> generally speaking, they're an incredible villainous power couple. <laughs> Although she is generally less actively villainous, although she is very complicit in a lot of Xanatos' shenanigans. Mm. Um, she's also a Slytherin. Yeah. Yeah. Fair she's enough. Like, she's, a lot of Slytherins going around. Yeah. She's big into, like, she wants to be powerful. She's good at fighting and she'll fuck you up and maybe Gryffindor, but, like... Oh, she is cunning as a fox. Right? Yeah, that's, like, her signature <laughs> thing. Cool. Yeah. Also, she's, like, a cool lady. That's it. That's all I've got for the main characters. So is it time? It's time. It's time for the lightning bolt round! <laughs> so, we haven't done this since literally our second episode, the Pokemon episode. Uh-huh. Where you just threw characters to me and I sorted them. Yeah. And, like, we talked about the idea of doing that then. And have not done it since. Yeah. But so now it's just the case. I'm just going to throw you these characters and you're going to sort them because I don't know... Basically any of these at this point. Do you point. want just like a brief descriptor of these characters? Well, the same thing as Lightning Bolt Round. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just So go ahead. Single let's play, let's single talk player. about some other characters. Tell me about Bronx. Bronx is a gargoyle. He is a no, dog. No, he's not. Okay, yeah, you're right. He's not a gargoyle. I don't know what he is. He's like a gargoyle dog equivalent. He's a good boy. So he, he's a Hufflepuff. He's a Hufflepuff. Bronx has... Moving on! No! Lightning bolt round. Bronx? Yeah, like you don't ramble in the lightning bolt round. You specifically put this main character in the lightning bolt round. Bronx has more individual, like, focus episodes than any of the other rest of the trio. Puck. Puck slash Owen. Uh, Owen is Xanatos's uh, assistant. Uh-huh. And Puck is the trickster it's fairy. the same character from Midsummer Night's Dream, like Titania. Yes. Fuck's sake. Literally a Shakespeare character, um, trickster, d- d- magic person. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I think he's a Ravenclaw. Okay. Dingo. Dingo is a member of the pack. He's the Australian one. He ate my baby. No, he didn't. <laughs> There's only one baby in the show and he's not even on the list. Uh, yeah, because Dingo ate the other babies. No, Dingo, leave Alexander alone. <laughs> uh... Actually, Dingo is the one that leaves the pack because he, oh, he... I saw this. He goes to Australia and decides, I've decided I want to be good now. Yeah, he... And that's how good his Australian accent is. It's Just fine. as good as this. It's fine. Crikey. The Dingo <laughs> um, ate my baby. He's a little bit more morally nuanced than the rest of the pack, I would say. Um, aside from Fox. Um, I'm going to say he's a griffin. Wolf. Uh, Wolf is the original leader of the pack. He ends up getting... Modifications? Yeah, genetic modifications that basically makes him into a wolfman. No, that's dumb. <laughs> it's real dumb. Uh, he's a Slytherin. Mm, hyena? Hyena does get cybernetic enhancements. <laughs> sake. Ding- okay, Dingo's the one that doesn't go through with any of this, and that's mm-hmm. why he leaves the pack, because mm-hmm. he's like, I don't want to stop being me. So um, what about... Did Fox have any of this stuff? No, she left the pack way before then. Okay. So Hyena... Mm-hmm. Is uh, Jackal's twin. The the two of them are the most chaotic bastards. Yeah. 
Hyena uh, is sexually attracted to a robot. Pretty, <laughs> pretty explicitly. It's not even the weirdest thing to be sexually attracted to in the show. Yeah, no. Um, it's Someone's wild. sexually attracted to a rock man and someone else is sexually attracted to Patrick Starr. This is boring, but she's also a Slytherin. Jackal! Most, most of the pack are Slytherins. Jackal is her twin brother. Uh, he's basically has the same personality, but a little bit less horny. Um, and he's also a Slytherin. He also has cybernetic enhancements. Up next is Coyote. Coyote? <laughs> it's Coyote. No, it's not. I spelt it wrong. Badly. <laughs> Look. This is why I make the list. <laughs> I was in a hurry. Uh, Coyote is an artificial intelligence robot. The one is this the one that hyena was attracted to? Yes, he joins the pack. Uh, Xanatos made him, but he he's what? like this weird half destroyed Xanatos head inside a robot. But he's like his own terrifying AI. Thing. So did Xanatos build him, build Coyote before Fox left? He or? built Coyote to help break Fox out of jail. <laughs> Actually, no, Fox didn't break out of jail. He staged but, the jailbreak so that Fox could stay there and get out on good behavior. Okay. But before or after she left the pack? Same time. Okay. He built Coyote to break the pack out of jail. Right. Fox stayed in jail to get out on good behavior and so that she would be, you know, an actual good person. Okay. Um, and not be on the run from the law. The okay. rest of the pack broke out with Coyote. Coyote ends up, well, like, first of all being destroyed, but then ends up getting rebuilt and joining the pack. What's house? Ravenclaw is a robot. Cool. Talon. <laughs> Talon. We've got to speed this up, by the I'm way. I'm sorry, there's a lot to talk about. Talon, one sentence in a house. One sentence. <laughs> Talon is Elisa's brother who <laughs> got mixed up in some genetic experiments by Dr. Savarius and became a cat man with gargoyle wings. What house? Gryffindor. Cool. Dr. Savarius. Dr. Savarius. This is where we talk about Big Daddy. Great. Dr. Savarius is voiced by, um, I'm blanking on his name. Tim Curry? Yes. Dr. Savarius is voiced by Tim Curry. There's an episode in which he is hunting the Loch Ness Monster. Mm -hmm. One of two Loch Ness Monsters, I believe. Mm -hmm. And he's captured the smaller female, but he's trying to get the larger male, who he explicitly refers to as Big Daddy. Everyone! Everyone calls it Big Daddy. <laughs> it's mostly him. Yeah, I heard other characters. <laughs> Elisa definitely says it too. Yep. Cool. So he's in the house that is sexually attracted to dinosaurs. <laughs> Which house is that? Um, oh god, he probably would be too. Doctor Savarius is a. He's a doctor, so Ravenclaw. Mad scientist. Yeah, probably Ravenclaw. Jeffrey Robbins. He's not necessarily evil so much as like he likes to do crazy. Jeffrey things. Robbins. Jeffrey Robbins is the uh, blind friend who I mentioned earlier. Nice. And I put him on here because he's honestly one of my favorite characters. He's the only character in the show with the whole name. <laughs> Um, he, uh, is a blind black man who is a, a, a veteran. Okay. Um, and he and Hudson are, like, very good friends because they share a lot of similar experiences. Mm -hmm. Uh, and he's just a very cool dude. He's super chill. Does he know that, that, that Hudson's a, a gargoyle? Uh, yes. Okay, that seems like the Not kind of thing... Not at first, but he does figure yeah, it out. Yeah, that seems like the kind of thing they do with a blind character is be like, ha, now they can be friends, because he doesn't know. Yeah, but he does figure it out, and he's like, Hudson, I'm not an idiot. I'm blind, but, like, I'm not dumb. You're obviously a gargoyle. <laughs> um, so he's a Ravenclaw? Yeah, he's absolutely a Ravenclaw. He's an author. He writes books. Cool. Oberon. Uh, Oberon is the king of the fairies. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
He's an asshole. Slytherin? Yeah, he's a Slytherin. The Weird Fucking Sisters. The Weird Sisters. I almost didn't put on this list because they're not that interesting, but they show up in so many fucking episodes. So Slytherin? They're the ones that, like, cursed Macbeth. Yeah. Uh, and Demona and whatever. And they do a lot of shenanigans. So Slytherin? And they're mostly just annoying. I don't think they're Slytherin, though. Because they're cool. mostly Hufflepuff? just doing what they're doing uh, in their minds. They're following orders or keeping their people safe or whatever. The fairies. So Hufflepuff? Honestly, yeah, I kind of like Hufflepuff. But like a Hufflepuff that'll fuck with you. Cool. Cold stone, cold fire, cold stu- It says cold steel. No, it doesn't. So Xanatos built a robot. Made out of parts from destroyed gargoyles. And That's it, so fucked up. He used parts from various gargoyles and then brought this gargoyle robot to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this gargoyle robot has multiple gargoyle souls inside of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they eventually do get their own. They do eventually get their own robot bodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of them is evil and then two of them are a couple who are not evil. <laughs> So, Coldstone and Coldfire, who are also sometimes referred to as Desdemona and Othello, I believe, mm-hmm. um, are the the two good gargoyles who are inhabiting this body. And then the third one is Cold Steel, or sometimes known as Iago, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> who is the evil one who likes to take over the body and cause trouble. Uh-huh. So, like, you never know, like, who's in charge of this gargoyle. Because the good ones are, like, Gar- like basically Goliath's brother. You realize that those are also all Shakespeare references, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. This show is so many Shakespeare I just references. wanted to be, yeah, I just wanted to be clear that, like, you, I just appreciated that. Othe- yeah. Othello, like, Desdemona was Othello's wife. Yeah, yeah. Iago was villain. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's all very, uh, I don't know if they were ever actually given those names in the show, but that's what they were referred to in the script, I believe. Okay. Coldstone and Coldfire are obviously Gryffindor's. Uh, Cold Steel would be a Slytherin. Cool. And finally, literal King Arthur. That well-known Shakespeare character. This one, not so much, but they had to get him in there. No, they didn't. (laughs) They obviously did. No, they didn't. Clearly they did. Nope. He was asleep on Avalon, and they woke him up to... Be the king of England. Yeah. But then he ended up wandering around to wherever. What house? He pulls the sword out of the lake. He's a Gryffindor. He's a Gryffindor. I put him last because I thought that you would have fun with it. (laughs) It's dumb. (laughs) It's so dumb. The lady in the lake is in Central Park. Now, I don't know why she's there. Yep. And he goes to England and meets a gargoyle. And the gargoyle is like, dude, you're not King Arthur. Like, I'm a literal gargoyle. And I don't believe your story, I guess. But he does, though, and he ends up... He's well, like, he does in the end, yeah, but he doesn't... And he's first. like... He's like... His knight. Yeah. Can, his gargoyle he's like, knight. He's like, can I be your knight? And Arthur's like, yeah, sure, I knight you, and now you're stone. Well, this is awkward for everyone. Yeah, what a terrible knight to have. What a terrible decision I've made. Um, That's Griff. I didn't even put Griff on the list. Do you want to sort Griff? Fine. Griff's a Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's an English gargoyle from London. A phoenix boy, isn't he? No, an eagle. Like a griffin, right? Well, fine. (laughs) He's got bird stuff going on. I don't know. And that's that's gargoyles sorted. That's gargoyles sorted. Unless you want to keep tacking on characters, because I I could keep going. Nope. Thank you for listening to Sorted. Oh wait, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hmm. It's time to sort it out. Yeah. Fuck, is it my turn? It sure is. Oh, no. <laughs> um, 
Um, we'll be right back after an extended pause, listeners. Now, hold on. I got this. Oh, all right. Uh, I'm going to... <laughs> I wasn't ready for this, but I, I've, I've got to sort it out off the cuff. Uh-huh. Harry Potter would be better mm-hmm. if Hogwarts had gargoyles. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling this is where it was going. <laughs> now, are these, gar- are these gargoyles, like... I mean, there are gargoyles, is the thing. Yeah, but they come to life at night. Sure. And I mean, protect the castle. Well, sure. Like, there are gargoyles... And Harry's friends with one. There are gargoyles that are, like, that talk. Like, the, the gargoyles oh, yeah. outside the staff room, I think, and possibly outside Dumbledore's office. Yeah. That talk. I mean, you know, there's as much characters as, like, the fat lady is, but, like... Yeah. yeah. Well, now Harry's friends with one. Yeah. Um, maybe in love with one. One punches know. Voldemort in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there an evil gargoyle that helps Voldemort? <gasps> yes. And Voldemort flies around on his back. But then he, like, has a change of heart. Oh, shit. Um, because the show is all about that, like, melodrama where yeah. everything is... And then Voldemort the dies man. when, like, the gargoyle's just like, I'm gonna turn upside down. Bye! <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I really should have just learned to fly by myself. They don't fly. <laughs> they glide mm-hmm. and it's a plot point all the time now are the gargoyles just like you know like perched around Hogwarts or like is one of them a student uh, one of them is a student yeah I'm gonna go write some fan fiction <laughs> <laughs> some gargoyles Harry Potter crossover uh, there you have it <laughs> go watch gargoyles it's so good it's on Disney Plus it's on Disney Plus and it's really good Disney sponsor us I don't want Disney's money well well, that, actually, Disney has too much money. Disney, give me your money. Yeah, like, <laughs> one, better we have it than they have it. Mm. Two, we need money. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Thank you for listening to Sorted. Uh... Now, this is the part where we end the show, but Alex still doesn't know how to do that after well, 40 part, episodes. first. Huh? Any part you like. Okay, say the thing again. Thank you for listening to Sorted. If you agree or disagree with any of our sortings, uh, you can find us at Sorted Pod on Twitter. You can also find us both individually. I'm at Codename JD. And I'm at Pachu, P T C H E W. Thank you to Mama Jacquemo of the Wumping Willows for the our theme song, The House of Awesome theme song. And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. You can find more cool shows on the network, such as Green Mountain Mysteries. No dice. And hey, you know what? Like, we're talking about monsters. We're coming up to Halloween. Go listen to Ghoul Tank. Oh, yeah, Ghoul Tank! Ghoul Tank, let me guest on you on your show and we'll make a gargoyle. And while you're... I'm personally going to bring gargoyles back in the year 2020. And while you're there on Twitter tweeting at us, you should also tweet at us your favourite building fixture. <laughs> and we'll sort it. We'll sort, sort, send us your favourite architectural feature. And we'll sort it. <laughs> Bye! Bye! Start a new house and it's called awesome. Start a new house, it's called awesome. Start a new house and it's called awesome. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. Hey, I'm Lachlan. And I'm a Jay. We're just two dudes who love ghosts, goblins, ghouls, and monsters so much that we've decided to create our own. Well, how about you give me an example? How do you feel about an electric boy who can only move on subway tracks? Or a sparkly light-up manatee who lives in the deep ocean? Or maybe a hairy office snack thief who uses his extra-long arms to steal lunches? You know what? That sounds pretty good to me. Well, you can hear about all these things and more on The Ghoul Tank. Find us every other Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you can download podcasts. Join us in our journey to create the next big cryptid.